Welcome to the next episode of Dads and Doubles. Today I'm very excited to have my friend with me. He's called Patrick Njiru. This is more than a friend. He's a brother. We've learned, I've learned a lot from him. Uh, he's very big on, on values, on personal development. He's a very interesting guy. Has uh, He'll introduce himself, but has uh, married a number of kids, a businessman, investor, traveler, lover of coffee, He's uh, drank a whole cup in my house. Um, and so I'm very excited to have him here on, on, on Dads and Doubles to talk about his experience with his dad and his experience as a dad himself. And so I, enjoy, I invite you to join us on the ride. Karibuni sana to Dads and Doubles. My name is uh, Tiongo Shagen. So, Patrick. Yes. Karibu sana, Buana. It's uh, good to have you here. Thank you. What, what I want us to do uh, really quick is have you introduce yourself. Okay. And then we'll jump into the episode. So awesome. there you go. Okay. So uh, Patrick Njiru Nyaga. Uh, those are my names. Um, I'm a farmer, a dad, a husband to one, and a trainer who's very uh, enthusiastic about emotional intelligence. Um, apart from that, I'm a, I'm an aspiring coach. Right. So I'm really working on myself to have a lot to give. Um, to the depth of personal coaching so yeah that's who i am excellent excellent <clears throat> so first question yes what what's what's the what's the what do you remember what's your most what's your strongest memory of your dad uh good question uh before i answer that i think you as an audience you need to know i only spent 14 years of my life with him Okay. So I have a young memory of my dad, uh, but it's an original one. Okay. Um, a very philanthropic man. Okay. Um, um, also, at his old age, he was very, um, very feeling not well. So he was stressed a little bit. So, yeah. so aside of his anger, yeah. uh, that I know not so many people did. Yeah. Um, but I will talk about what I think he valued more and that's the people you know because I have memories of guys lining up in our home uh, when clothes are when, when schools are almost open yeah and um, they would get checks yeah. uh, for school fees oh, from your dad yeah from my dad wow. and, and <clears throat> later I would overhear a conversation between my mom and my dad yeah. that our school fees has not been paid yet <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so it was um, a very no, that, funny situation yeah you know yeah uh, there are times uh he would lock himself to helping the society to a point where he would even gather people yeah um, so, okay he would gather people around and they would work on a road that yeah is stressing the community yeah. and yeah he would chuck his money and that's it that does not mean that uh, he had a good time explaining where the money is. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's the memories I have of him. Um, uh, also, wasn't he was very keen on giving his contribution to the community. And I oh. remember also a couple of politicians also coming to our home and uh, actually trying to get him to get into politics. But, right. But he, he would ask them one question that... I think was consistent. What can I give when I'm in politics that I'm not giving now? Now, you know, okay. and, and that caught my attention. And I would say that also has influenced my view on politics, politics okay. at, in large. Um, and just having said that, I have no interest in politics <laughs> <laughs> for now. Yes, for now. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for, for now. now. But also, I think Projecting. in a, in a long term plan, yeah. when I see uh, my contribution. To the African society at large, yeah. I don't see myself achieving the things I want through political positions. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So your dad sounds like he had some very powerful, evident, let me say, leadership qualities and characteristics. What would you say you you picked up about specifically about leadership watching your dad? Because you're a leader now, yes. You know, you yes. you lead teams, yes. uh, you do trainings, uh, and you and a lot of your training is around leadership. Yeah. What would you, what would you say that your dad instilled in you about leadership, 
either from conversation or just watching the guy? Uh, good, very good question. Um, I think I think one thing that is clear, and I'll say this because I get the same comments from people who enjoyed a good time with him, and yeah. when they see what I'm doing now, they they kind of relate. Yeah. Uh, some of the values that he had with what I have, and and it really makes me happy because yeah. I didn't have time to compare my values with his values. Yeah. So when people uh, tell me that I have something in similar with my dad, I'm always curious to yeah. ask them what do you see yeah because i'm always on a soul searching yeah uh moments yeah uh, momentum yeah that is and one thing i would say um i really picked from him yeah was patience okay you know that that value of patience that value of knowing that i have influence over something yeah but i may also not have influence over it yeah having that uh, peace and calm uh that you know yeah I can do my best, yeah. but it doesn't mean it has to be a solution okay. towards the same thing I'm contributing towards. Okay. Uh, that for me, I think he he had a way of forgiving very fast. He yeah. had a way of um, forgetting about scenarios that affected him in a personal ways. Okay. And, and that for me, I really admired the fact that he would forgive fast and move on from situations so fast. Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. And. I I have to say for me then at my age I translated it as patience. Right. Yeah, so right. I, I would say uh that has influenced me so so much because yeah. um I really I'm really good at detaching myself with situations I don't have influence over. Okay. Yeah, so very I, I would say that that's something I picked and is in me and I would say yeah. Very very interesting interesting statement you have uh, you're able to detach yourself from situations that you have no control of yeah no control interesting so how many kids do you have uh three now okay I've, uh, ages i've been blessed with um a boy now who's, excellent uh, who's only four weeks old ah there you go yeah uh, there you go i say that's a game changer okay uh, but my firstborn is seven years wow. now uh she's going to grade two okay and uh i have to say um she's also from a different mother okay um uh, and then i remarried okay and i have a girl um with my wife now uh who's four years yeah and now the boy okay who's four weeks okay yes four weeks yes. so you guys aren't sleeping yet ah uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i i have very good i can ignore yeah <laughs> you can detach yes i can From detach as i was saying that yes. you don't have <laughs> influence so over i can i can i, I can surely you know, I, I have i have used the baby's cry as a lullaby ah, I love it. <laughs> at I some love point it. excellent but i have to say it's uh, i believe in intentionality okay you know? um, okay when i know i don't have a busy day tomorrow yeah i'll definitely be intentional in making sure that I'm, I'm I'm helping my wife yeah. to take care of the baby. Okay. I, I know there are a couple of ways I hold my boy and he just yeah. keeps quiet. Yeah. Or he just feels maybe my presence. I think that's some, something natural because yeah. it happened to my daughters as well. Okay. I would hold them and not even complicate things or even yeah. not shake them. Yeah. But they would just go calm yeah. and and over time they just sleep. Okay. Dive into a very peaceful yeah. sleep. Yeah. yeah. Um Having said that, that doesn't make it easy for me with yeah. my wife because yeah. there are times she's looking at this guy sleeping and she knows <laughs> this guy has a solution <laughs> that is not <laughs> executing exactly. So, so you still sleeping. So yeah. you you talked about patience being yeah. one of the things that you picked up from your dad. Yes. Uh, do you see is that is it a tool that you use with your kids now or uh, like the, um, you know is it <laughs> yeah it's i would say yes it's a tool i have tried using yeah. uh, the result has been very <laughs> challenging i have to say because like my second born daughter has yeah. really is really translating it as weakness not she doesn't see it as patience excellent you know she sees it as weakness and she, <laughs> she knows when to capitalize yeah. on it she knows my dad will take time to decide on this. Yeah. So, uh if I tell him this, I I have a grace period before he says no. Right. So I have an to opportunity do, to yeah, do to to take advantage of wow. that situation and she's smart to that level. Wow. And uh, I'm also gifted to see uh things in a different way. So right. I see I see it differently as well uh, right. when she takes advantage of that situation. Very interesting. And it has also changed my 
my parenting yeah because now I've become more firm with my daughter. Okay, the uh, second one now. The second one. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't spend too much time with the first one. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Um, most of the examples I'll give is uh, within my second one. Okay. Because I'm getting to spend more time with her. Yeah. Uh, but I've also realized that she will never stop loving me. Uh, and I think that has been an epiphany for me. Uh, you know, I've real I, it, it just gave me an awakening uh, that my god I, I i don't need to be so petty with her uh, because one of the things is uh, she will never stop loving me uh, with the current intentions that i have uh, for her uh, as my daughter you uh, know and that has freed me even to discipline her uh, in very hard ways you okay know? so I've, i've found myself being very um strict yeah. in situations yeah without 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 making it wait because yeah. remember patients used to tell yeah. me that if i give myself time yeah. i will understand her actions yeah. later yeah. now i'm at a point where i know i need to correct those actions when they are still fresh in her mind got it yeah got and it. now i'm more aggressive okay when it comes to disciplining okay. because i know my place in her heart right makes sense right absolutely so, so i'm usually um, a long time ago uh, when she was younger yeah. I, i was very I was always thinking oh I will talk to her do yeah. it and she yeah. realized but I never knew she's digesting all that as yeah. weakness yeah. you know yeah. uh, but when I came to realize that now I take advantage of scenarios when right. she does something wrong right I there are times I've gotten to the extent of even beating her right but after explaining to her yeah. what I'm beating Okay. Yeah, so I have this thing of telling her, no, 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 it's not you I'm beating. Yeah. It's uh, this scenario. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, it's this scenario okay. that uh, it's not allowed in Jiro's family. Right. That's the one we need to kick out. Yeah. Right. But right, now right, right, it is right. manifesting itself through you, so yeah. I have to beat you. So that I... <laughs> Does she so get it? She gets it, and yeah. she she's gotten to a point where she's even choosing her punishment. Yeah. You know, she's uh, she's telling me, okay, daddy, don't use this stick. Use this. Yeah. You know, use yeah. a ruler. Don't yeah. use this. Yeah. You know, she, she She even buys into yeah, the, the process process of, process of punishing <laughs> the bad behavior yeah. you know because now i have an ability to detach the bad behavior with her yeah. as a, as a child yeah. so that she understands that i'm not beating her it's not that i don't love her yeah. but there's some there's a habit we need to put a stop okay. to okay. and uh, currently that's it so okay. she definitely cries a lot uh with, with a lot of disbelief yeah because remember i, I wasn't the disciplinary before if anything you are the weak yes you are the weak uh, something i'm developing person and, in the house yeah <clears throat> uh, but it has also made me um implement different tactics okay. because i've realized when it, my facial expression yeah. is really really determinant when i'm punishing her right if i seem angry mm. when i'm punishing her mm. It creates some sort of a scar. It's tougher yeah. for yeah, for the child for her. But when I'm smiling and explaining her, yeah. her mistake yeah. and beating her and also telling her sorry after yeah. beating her, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, she moves on a little bit faster. Yeah. But she doesn't forget right. her lesson, you know. Yeah. So, um, so you're a child with your dad. Yes. You say for 14 years and uh, you'll tell us a, a little bit more about that. Yeah. But you're with your dad for 14 years. Yes. You don't have children at that point obviously. Yes. Yes. Then fast forward to 2021, you have three kids. Yeah. The my question is, what did you think about your dad while you were growing up? Mm-hmm. Uh and this is I guess when you are with him and when you aren't with him in terms of memory. And then did did what you thought about him change once you got once you you became a dad mm. yeah 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 um w- one thing i would say is that my dad was very lucky to be married to my mom because okay. um my mom was the kind of women who would hide the dirty linen yeah. and even bury it and burn it and yeah. you never know that situation happened yeah. so for us it was um we, we we were present when they argued we were present when they talked about this situation yeah um so one thing i picked is that he he was very different in the way he gave love mm. to mostly my mom mm. one of it he would never say i love you got it 
but the only way i knew he he can't say that mm. is through my mom who mm. said she's okay and she knows mm. that my dad does not express love through words mm. so i would never have known that okay because i've never had my dad tell us uh, i never had her, him say he mm. loves us mm. that's something for him love was about actions mm. love was about what am i doing for you now mm. what's it, what uh, what opportunities am i creating for you now mm. and for him it was enough mm. he didn't have to follow it up with words mm. but he also was wise enough to make my mom understand that mm. that, that i'm not that kind of guy i'm yeah. not going to, uh, to write you letters yeah. like other men you yeah. um, but if you don't translate love from the actions i'm mm. doing mm. then unfortunately my words cannot carry the day right yeah and i would say yeah that 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 has really affected even the way i love even my wife now right because i found myself um one uh being exposed to knowledge on yeah. love languages yeah so i would say i'm wiser yeah. i wouldn't implement it the yeah. way my dad implemented it yeah but i'm wiser in a way that i understand that my woman comes with needs yeah my children come with needs and they may not translate love the same way i do mm. so the question here is uh for as much as yeah i'm very similar to my dad by the way okay. words for me mean very little yeah you know yeah if they're not backed yeah, up with not action with action yeah. so that, that for is something i picked from him and okay. it's part of my nature okay but i'm very intentional okay to making sure that i understand that my children and my wife yeah. have different love languages yeah. and when i want them to feel special yeah I use their love languages yeah. instead of sticking to my love language and Got say it. that you will understand Got that I love you. They, you'll understand yeah, look the at way my I actions. Yeah. Yes, look at my actions. I have I've paid this, I've paid this. Uh are you, what else would you want yeah. right now? Yeah. I'm wise enough to know that yes, as much as I'm contributing to this relationship. Yeah. Um they may not digest love. Mm the way i digest love mm. so i go out of my way like uh, with my second born daughter mm. she's very touchy mm. you know and that comes from her mother mm. uh, she 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 understands when you touch her mm. when you hug her that's when you love her more mm. so even after i discipline her for example yeah. uh she she never runs away yeah. she <clears throat> when we right. were when we were being disciplined yeah, you in took our off time, after, yeah. we used to take off yeah true and you had nothing to yeah understand from that situation yeah but my daughter will stick there and will negotiate right and will ask me is that over yeah. yes i i won't repeat that again okay. but immediately after i put the stick down yeah she comes and hugs me right because she wants me to affirm her that yeah i still love her yeah you know um and and that for me I, i'm not a really touchy person yeah. yeah so for me i do it intentionally knowing that I'm not doing it for myself. Okay. That's the way she understands affirmation. Okay. That's the way I will do it for her. Okay. Not for me. Atan. You know? Atan, excellent. It sounds like uh you know, you know you you watch your dad and you watch you watch him do stuff. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes even subconsciously or even unconsciously without knowing it it becomes a part of who you are. Exactly. exactly. You know, is a pretty you're a pretty young guy. Yeah. Do you have a is that a secret to fatherhood that you discovered? Ah uh, yes okay one secret okay don't complicate it <laughs> nature nature has already done 70% of the work got it making you okay. uh sleep with your wife okay. and whatever happened happened yeah yeah already it was done yeah you know nature has already done it so don't got complicate it. it uh the other thing i would like to say to fathers out here is uh don't be tormented about the time you spend with your children and i'm saying this from the experience i've had with my firstborn daughter got who it. i don't spend too much time with yeah uh children don't get love yeah it is us who complicate it with by seeing quality things, time yeah quality time you know and and i have to say there is quality time and yeah. there is quantity yeah you know yeah. there is the quantity of it yeah but that does not guarantee the quality very of true. the time very true so in this scenario i'll give you an example i may go to pick my daughter from my ex-wife my firstborn daughter yeah and then i take her to a supermarket yeah i buy her everything she's uh, she, she wants and yeah. everything she's craving for yeah. because i haven't seen my dad for 3 months and yeah. take advantage of it she yeah. will do that yeah. but now the question is she's happy at that moment yeah. but did i spend quality yeah. time yeah. with her yeah. that one hour we spent in a supermarket yeah. would we have spent it doing her homework under yeah. a tree yeah 
yeah. um, in a random place, yeah. you know, yeah. in a restaurant or in a picnic site, yeah. for example, yeah. you know. So what I would say is um, fatherhood is not complicated. Okay. But you have to be very, very intentional okay. in the way we, you use time. You know, okay. I, I've, I've interacted with men who feel guilty about the time they're giving their children, yet they're always there every day with their children. And mm. I have to remind them mm. it's not about the amount of time, but yeah. the quality of the time yeah. they spend. So you find most of us men saying, but I'm always home. I'm always coming home yeah. every day. You yeah. know? Um, I drop my kids at school. What What else do you mean? Yeah. I'm not spending time with these kids. Yeah. Yeah. But the question to you is even on that drive to yeah, the school yeah which is 10 minutes yeah how are you using it intentionally as a dad yeah, yeah. you know to, yeah. to deposit yeah. in this child yeah. you know yeah. you may even decide to reflect on the day with her yeah. it's 10 yeah. minutes yeah but converse with her yeah what are you planning to do what right. are you doing today are you right. are you doing skating yes yeah. so what are you trying to do different so yeah. I've, I've found myself in those 10 minutes drive when i'm taking my daughter to work discussing very intense issues like okay. okay last week you didn't know how to skate yeah you fell three times you came and told me about yeah. it this week you were very excited yeah you told me you didn't fall yeah so next week yeah the question becomes is what seed can i plant in her mind mm. that can become like growth to her when mm. she's doing skating and mm. personally i ask her to teach someone you okay. know so i usually okay. ask her yes you know how to skate you're very happy about it yeah. is there any one of your friends who's still falling yeah you know yeah and she thinks about it yeah. even being four years she thinks about it yeah because i'm intentional in that question and, and she's like yeah yeah my friend sophie has not learned yet yeah and now i i start asking her do you think you can help she's four years but she she gets it she knows yeah i think now the next step after i have conquered is to help someone else conquer you know and that week becomes different because now the conversation is my teacher told me i'm very supportive because she doesn't understand the impact mm. it, she just created in, yeah. in the whole environment but yeah. she, she can comment about it because the teacher yeah. is also uh, commenting about it that she's very supportive yeah and for me i value that as quality time mm. you know mm. i value those 10 minutes as quality time because yeah. i was intentional in teaching her a skill yeah. of life mm. that maybe at her age she may not digest it fully mm. but I have planted a seed mm. that she can she, mm. she can that can grow in her mm. so when I travel to Ethiopia for two weeks to implement a project mm. the truth is I don't feel guilty mm. about the time I'm spending away from my family because right. uh, that the problem the challenge stops becoming about the amount of time yeah. it starts becoming about the quality of time yeah you know um, yeah. when i get home yes i'm tired but do i have five minutes to read through the diary yeah and uh, will this diary give me a hint on a question i can ask her yeah for example i realized she she ate chapati and lentils mm. um, and it's written in her diary mm. so the intention to read the diary even mm. if i'm tired mm. gives me a more easier situation connecting with her because I can easily ask her how was the chapati at school yeah. I don't have to keep yeah. repeating the same question I asked yeah. the other day how was school how yeah. was school how was yeah. school? she gets bored you you know you intentionality is a word you've used a number of times yeah would you would you describe your dad as being intentional with you very got it very got very. it and and I remember he he wasn't uh he he didn't beat us as yeah. much okay the few memories we have about being beaten yeah well really this this really. is these days it's called being disciplined yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> i'm telling you back then it was a beating yeah I, I made a mistake of forging my uh report card i love it thinking i was very smart yeah yeah that they wouldn't see yeah you know because yeah, no one's gonna figure this out yeah no one is going to figure this out yeah and i got home and i was so confident i, I something in me knew i have done something silly yeah but I still thought I was I was in class 6 then I still yeah. thought I was sharp and smart. Yeah. yeah. These guys can't understand this. Yeah. And I remember uh seeing him locking all the doors. <laughs> uh very fresh memory. Did you did you know what why yeah, he was doing that, it? At that point I you realized it okay. hit me because it was a few minutes after I had submitted. Ah, got it. <laughs> <laughs> so the guy is locking the door. Yeah, yeah. the guy yeah. is locking the doors. Uh, my mom is trying to ask what's wrong, what's wrong. Yeah. And 
he's like no 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 I'll explain this uh, or you can be present and see yeah. what yeah. transpires yeah and he took uh, a wire yeah an electric wire <laughs> okay and my te- and my friend I yeah. only watched whipping yeah. in the movies yeah then I was whipped right I remember going under the dining table and he would go around and whip wow you know and by the time he was asking the question what is this yeah i had to explain everything yeah you know yeah. it's like i'm sorry yeah and he didn't take, he, he didn't get any of that he was yeah. like why are you sorry i yeah. want you to say it yeah i don't want it to come from my mouth that yeah. you did this yeah. no 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 i want yeah. you to say it yeah now sorry for forging yeah uh, sorry and you know one thing that fascinates me is that that whole situation didn't progress to my my teachers never knew i have i forged all right yeah the report card it oh. ended there and there but for him he was very intentional in it coming from me yeah because he knew the teachers wouldn't help me become yeah own up, own up to what yeah, you done i had to own it up and i remember after that weeping i was very uh, sad yeah but i have to say i wasn't angry okay those two feelings i yeah. remember being sad yeah. but i don't remember being angry, angry because i i went to our farm to the coffee place and it's something i loved to do and i wasn't going to do anything stupid because i was actually feeling sad not yeah. angry i yeah. wasn't angry at him yeah. in fact a part of me was so sure he loves me yeah you know right and that is a memory that still i'm sure has influence now my discipline in decision mm. now with my kids you mm. know because um i realized <sighs> love is love yeah there's no moment we will discuss small love and yeah. big love uh, love is love yeah. happiness is happiness yeah. discipline is discipline these are Very emotions true. these are feelings that we can't quantify yeah you know um yeah. i realized i loved him i still do yeah i love my dad yeah Despite is, is the, he alive? No, 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 no. He's okay. not. Uh, okay. we, we lost him in the year 2001. Okay. Uh, it was a tough year for okay. us. Okay. Uh, though I would say psychologically we were ready because okay. he was uh, suffering from diabetes okay. and uh, kidney failure. Okay. Uh, personally, as, a, as, as the only son, okay. I was, he was very intentional yeah. towards making me know that he, he may not live long. Yeah. So even in my young age, Yeah. He was able to plant those seeds mm. and in fact um it was so weird to the society mm. that i didn't cry in his funeral mm. you know uh, but when i think about it now mm. the reason i didn't cry in his funeral is because everything that was transpiring then he had mm. prepared me for it mm. so i knew he's going to leave us yeah um so I, I, I was at a point where I was fighting my emotions yeah. but I, w- I was also being a man mm. what he was expecting of me yeah. you know yeah. being a man yeah. um, standing strong and yeah. knowing that it has happened yeah. but it has not happened because it was unfortunate yeah. it has happened because it was a process of life yeah. you know yeah. and uh, till date till date I think about it and also it has really affected the person i am okay. like i i i i remember one decision i made then was not to view his body okay i didn't know why yeah but i made that decision i never viewed his body okay um uh, is that something is that something you regret or no in fact it's something that has defined uh my understanding of life okay and and, and how understand. how so um I still don't view bodies. Okay. I still don't. Okay. Uh, because I don't believe in saying goodbye. Okay. And I also don't believe that someone departs. I I believe that the relationship I had with this person yeah will still exist even after mm-hmm. their presence physically is mm-hmm. not there. Okay. But I never believe in deleting this person from my heart. Yeah. Because they are there because they contributed something mm. and 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 deleting them from my heart mm. for me means that i am deleting also the lessons they contributed mm. towards my life yeah. you know mm. so i'm very intentional to my 
friendship mm. with people nowadays mm. and also my family being my mother my sisters mm. my in-laws i'm very intentional because i don't want to be in a situation where i have to view their body mm. to tell them goodbye mm. for me it's not a goodbye it's mm. it's it's more of a continuation of life mm. it's just that now we are going to be in a relationship but you want to be present you know if you think physically. Of, if you, absolutely if you if you think about it the real death is being forgotten yeah 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 uh, that you can lay a body uh, six feet under mm. but you're constantly you always remember your dad exactly. you know exactly i I, th- i think and and that for me means the guy is still alive he's still alive you know in, in your me? memory in, yes. and in you yes and uh, you know that's an interesting yeah it's an interesting thing what what would you what would you say to someone yeah on the verge of getting his first kid you can only give what you have okay so the question is what platform will that kid find okay you know okay uh, i found myself judging fathers yeah uh, but that's when i had not understood life the way i understand it now yeah and i judged fathers according to comparison with my own father okay forgetting that my own father was a very special man yeah to me yeah and he gave what he had yeah you know and what i need to respect is that men out here are giving what they have yeah so if they are giving less they are giving less according to your score card uh, not according to their score card got it you understand yeah so we will say oh this guy uh, spends most of his time in a club what time does he have for the children yeah but where he is in that club he's very comfortable as a father he feels yeah. he's done his part yeah. so i i need not to judge yeah. them yeah you know because yeah. they have their a different definition of, yeah. of fatherhood for example yeah. you know so i've come to respect the fact that you can't give what you don't have mm. and if you want to have a kid now the question is what are you what are you because what you are is what you will give very true you know you, you can't you, you can't say uh, you will teach your child something that you yourself are not, you're not doing mm. you know for example um if you if you, if you drink alcohol yeah in front of your children yeah that means yeah you're ready to teach them that alcohol is not an enemy yeah or but you should not be in a situation where you're saying i will teach my children alcohol is not good yeah and then you're still doing it in front of them yeah and that that there is a there's some confusion there yeah to, to this child when yeah. they're growing up yeah but i'm not saying that drinking alcohol in front of your children is bad mm. but are you ready yeah to teach them yeah that this is just uh mm. something that we use as adults mm. to make us feel better mm. and for you these are the risks in case you, mm. you chose to do it before you are an adult yeah you know yeah. are you willing to go through that extra journey yeah. because i don't want to be in a situation where i'm judging parents yeah. yeah uh i want to be in a situation where i'm respecting them first and respecting what they are giving in yeah. that moment yeah. but also my contribution into the society is to help also parents be aware mm. of their actions in, in front of their kids mm. because you know we say communication is 50% body mm. language mm. it's the things you're doing mm. um we don't teach values yeah. uh, we inspire values yeah. and and that's that's the difference mm. that's how i see it now because okay. we, we don't teach values yeah. uh, i i i i i don't remember telling my for your old daughter to share mm. that sharing is good yeah but she sees it yeah. on how i share with her and other people around me absolutely so um it's not about value it's not about teaching values yeah. it's not about identifying values yeah. it's about embodying these values to a yeah. point they're so natural that when this kid is not with you when they are a teenager and they cannot speak with you as much as you would want them to yeah when they are about to make a mistake have you equipped them with a good understanding of values that they'll yeah. be able to reflect and say what would my dad do yeah. in such a scenario yeah 
not what did my dad tell me not to do. Right. No, 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 no. no. Right. What did I see? Yes. What would my dad do? Because I saw him exactly. do. Exactly. You know, in such a wow. scenario. And I think I've had to think like that because for through my teenagehood, I didn't spend my teenagehood with my dad. Okay. So that really affected my manhood. Okay. Uh, I would say uh, I ended up breaking up with my ex-wife yeah because of me not understanding my role right. as a man right uh and i have to forgive her for that right. because i i think i blamed her for so much okay you know, not realizing that I, I needed to understand my role as a mm. man and, and if i provided guidance and direction mm. who knows where that relationship would have gone mm. I, i don't blame the situation that i didn't grow up with my dad for that but i i still know that god had his reasons yeah on how things transpired yeah but most importantly i would like to say that i wasn't mentored through sexuality yeah masculinity i wasn't yeah. mentored and, and that was a gap that really affected me in terms of the way I related with women first mm. of all i respected I have always respected women a lot yeah. because again yeah I saw my dad respect my mom right you know mm. I saw my dad involve my mom in decision making mm. and for me that that transaction of that conversation they would have between consulting each other mm. would tell me that he respects her yeah you know and and, Got it. and I've grown respecting women but I've also uh, lost a lot through courting women because mm. I've given too much and yeah. it has been uh, seen as weakness yeah. and less masculinity okay so um i feel every guy out there who's really feeling that they're not being respected as a man yeah i want you to know that that feeling is real yeah and you need respect yeah. as a man yeah the question now to ask yourself is what's happening your feelings right now are a reflection of your actions yeah so there's something you're doing also to the women around you yeah. that is making them see you the way they're seeing you yeah. and in results they give they end up giving you less respect yeah interesting you know, you know um, there are times women around you may feel like uko na umama you know yeah yeah <laughs> and once they feel that they yeah. start realizing there's a reaction to that yeah they start realizing that the direction i expect from this man yeah be it they are my husband be it they are my friend yeah. be it they are my brother yeah the direction i'm expecting from because remember it's natural mm. for women to expect mm. leadership mm. from men mm. it's natural mm. you know um so i want you to to start asking yourself these questions mm. you know how have i represented myself as a man mm. to the women in my life mm. you know mm. because uh you may have gone there with equality issues mm. you know you don't want to say this mm. you want to do that because you want uh, the women to understand that you mm. respect them mm. but the question is are your actions been translated mm. differently mm. you know mm. and that awareness will help you be in a very safe space mm. because uh, one thing i've come to realize as a man is that any moment i'm respected as a man i thrive yeah like i'm able to give my genius side mm. when i feel i'm respected in the way yeah be it from other fellow men yeah. be it from women yeah you know there's that affirmation that comes with that respect yeah. you know and yeah. I, i want just you to know that as a man you do need respect yeah. and that is something we thrive yeah the ego we possess yeah was not a mistake from god yeah there's there's a purpose yeah he gave us that ego mm. to support decisions that we would mm. make uh, in the coming future mm. or even now yeah. as you are you know yeah. so the question is translate your ego as an energy yeah but as an energy you're in control of not as an energy you're not in control of you got know? it yeah so that, that's that's what i would say uh, two final questions yeah so one is about regret and then a last the last one last okay <laughs> so so do you do you have any regrets as a son i think you've kind of covered that a bit but if you have different ones please share so do you have do you have regrets as a son and do you have regrets as a dad uh maybe pick one one in each if they, yeah. if they exist yeah in fact i do have regrets in both yeah. in both places okay um and i was I, i started becoming aware of my regrets as a son yeah 
when I was taken through a course uh, on seven habits yeah. of highly effective people. Yeah. And uh, this is by what's his by name? Stephen Covey. Stephen Covey. Yeah. yeah. But the the program was given to us by Razor Group in okay. Kenya, okay. who are the only certified guys to run the seven okay. habits of highly effective people okay. as, as as a course. Okay. So uh, on one of the habits uh, being the habit of putting first things first. Mm. Um, you are advised to prioritize mm. on relationships mm. because relationships is equal to the time mm. you, you spend. So mm. I found myself uh, being interviewed by a workbook mm. on listing the, the people I value more. Mm. And then that, the other question was position these people you value more mm. on the calendar on a weekly basis. Mm. So I found myself putting my mom there, my sisters there, my mm. wife there. And I had to say, for example, for my mom, I'm a son. Mm. But when I went to translate now the time yeah. I give as a son yeah. to my mom on the calendar, yeah. I actually felt really bad. Interesting. That I wasn't prioritizing. I, I was prioritizing other things yeah. over my mom. Yeah. Do you have you regrets know? about uh, about being a son where your dad is involved? Uh, not really. Okay. Not, not really. Um, the question to me every time is always about do I have to fill his shoes? Oh, got it. <laughs> you know? Okay. And uh, I've come to realize I don't. Yeah. You know? Okay. I, I don't have to fill his shoes. So there's no pressure I, around no pressure. that? No pressure. Uh, pressure is there, but yeah. I choose to digest it as no pressure. Okay. That's what I want you to understand. Yeah. Because I'll meet my uncles yeah, and, got it. And, and they will yeah. totally Most, bash me. You yeah. know, you are not there in the yeah. gathering. Yeah. You didn't even send yeah. anything. Yeah. Your dad would have done yeah, this yeah, and the know, other. As a family, as a man of the family, yeah. you know, we need to see your contribution. Yeah. The pressure is there. Yeah, you know your the dad co- is not yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah, it's just you. Yeah. The well, question to come, me is do I take the pressure? Yeah. yeah. And to me, no. Yeah. Because whoever I'm creating myself to be is a more beneficial person to the society. Yeah. Than what they think I am. Because okay. right now they're only seeing my dad in me. Yeah. But the truth is, I have more to give the society than my dad gave. Excellent. Did, you know? Excellent. And this, this, so, this, is, this is my explanation to yeah. that. I'm not saying my dad gave less. Yeah. But I'm saying he gave what he gave with the situation yeah. at hand. That at hand. That he had. Okay. Now, as a son, yeah. he created an environment that is making me make decisions easily than mm. he did. Mm. So the question to me is, should I give the same solutions to the Mm. society I don't think so he would not want me to give the Mm. same solutions he Mm. he created a platform that put me in a very good path of Mm. seeking knowledge Mm. first of all he Mm. he took us to good schools Mm. he made sure I was Mm. there when he was meeting with his friends his men friends so there are things I didn't understand but there are things that stuck into my head as Mm. pictures Mm. so I still see him Mm. with friends and I still see him laugh Mm. Uh, with his friends and mm. I still remember some dirty jokes they yeah. made with the friends yeah. that still encourage me as a man <laughs> that life doesn't have to be so serious yeah. you know yeah um, yeah and and I would say I feel like I don't owe the community or the society anything okay but having said that one of one, one of the thing you need to understand about my personality mm. is I'm very philanthropic okay that's my nature just, you know just like your dad just like my dad okay but the question here is, with the situations and the positive environment that was left for me mm. to grow through, mm. can I become wiser mm. to make bigger decisions with bigger impact and, to the society? And now that, that you're where you are, no regrets yeah. as a son, and that's excellent where that is concerned. Any yeah. regrets as a dad yourself? Uh, yes, but I've also come to translate. Again, remember, it's a choice how you feel. Yeah, true. <laughs> you know, true. Uh, I used to have a lot of regrets because I always feel, even today, that I don't spend enough time with my firstborn daughter. Yeah. So I have regrets as a, as a dad. Yeah, around that. Around that. But remember what I said about quality time and not yeah. the amount of time, but yeah. the quality of the time. Yeah. Through my interactions with my firstborn daughter, this has become very clear to me mm. that, that there are times she doesn't even mind not seeing me for three months. Mm. 
but when she sees me everything else stops making sense mm. you know to mm. her and she never blamed me for not being there mm. and i had to forgive myself mm. for feeling that i'm not mm. a good dad to her mm. remember that mm. and the moment i forgave myself i started mm. giving more quality i love it to her okay you know I stopped regretting not being there to do her homework every day yeah. and started being realistic about what would she feel if I did yeah her homework with her. Yeah. Now it stopped becoming about the number of times I'm yeah. doing her ho- yeah. uh, homework with her. Yeah. Then it started being uh the opportunity I get. Yeah. Should should I do uh homework with her? Yeah. So that she feels what I am predicting she will feel. Yeah. And that becomes now about quality. Okay, you no. Know, and 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 now it's uh, I stopped beating myself because I realized the more I beat myself, the more I did silly things like mm. shopping for her mm. things to compensate on the time right. that I wasn't there. Right. And that was silly and stupid, I have yeah. to say, because what I was creating her to be is an opportunistic uh, got it yeah got so it. she she would think of the dad and she would think of i don't have this right you know but nowadays even when i have the money to buy her what she wants yeah there are times i still tell her it's not important right because i never feel guilty anymore about not being there and i i want you to understand that it took me time yeah. to turn the regrets yeah into a reality that i had to yeah uh, take actions in. Yeah. And I have to tell you that my values played a big role mm. because I could have chosen to discontinue our relationship mm. and say God didn't want me to be in her life. Yeah. And, uh, that's it. Yeah. You know, but but my values on the other hand played a big role because yeah. one, my dad valued family. Mm. You know, I remember mm. he valued family because he never left me mm. even when he would go to campaign meetings. Mm. You know, mm. uh, <laughs> mm. that, that that means he he one he was proud about his yeah, family yeah. because he, he wasn't um he was ready to yeah. explain why this kid is here you are him. a part of his yeah, life yeah i'm part of his you, life you know you're, you're not the guy he left he lives exactly, at home exactly and then I'll, you know? when i come back i'll see yeah uh okay. that for me Interesting. i think from my dad I, i i i took that that he values his family yeah and from that i inherited that fact of family being something I really value as, okay. a, as a person. Interesting. Now having said this, that means um with my firstborn daughter, um I I never see myself without her. Mm. I you know, mm. I, I never see myself not being mm. present in mm. her life. Mm. So there are times I'm broke, mm. but I jive to mm. where they live. Mm. I take her and we take a walk. Mm. I buy her a sweet worth 10 shillings mm. or 20 shillings. Mm. I take her back. Mm. But I would have easily stayed where I was and said I don't have money to go see her. Mm. But again, it's not about the the, the amount of time. It's mm. about the quality, the, the quality of time, mm. you know, and mm. and that's what matters for me. So even when I don't have money, for example, mm. that is not an excuse enough not to see her. I still get my way to go see her and explain to her that today I won't buy you whatever you want, mm. but I'm here. Mm. That's the most important thing. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. Last last question. Mm-hmm. What do you love most about fatherhood? Ah, reflection. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I, I think I know what you're saying because <laughs> I have two kids myself. Yeah. So I I I kind of think I know what you're trying to say. Yeah. Uh, L- let me so, explain. Please explain. You know, um one being a, an aspiring coach i've had to um value self awareness yeah and i've had to value what i understand about life mm-hmm. and how i translate it mm-hmm. so by reflection what i mean is even when i'm at my 50s i will always seek for yeah. self awareness yeah. it, it would never come uh, it will never come to a point where i say Uh, I'm, I'm, hey, I feel self-aware now. Yeah. Hey, now I'm good. <laughs> I'm good to face the world. Yeah. It will never get to that point. Yeah. What I mean is, as an African, as a leader, I always want to know what did our forefathers did? Uh, what did our forefathers used to do? Mm. How did they used to make decisions? Mm. And because of, I'm of the same tree, mm. genetically, mm. there's something they I have, I'm mm. possessing right now that I'm not in control of. Mm. And the more I, I I know about it, mm. the better it will help me become mm. a better leader. Mm. Now, 
in that search of myself every time mm. when i look at my children i see things mm. in myself mm. you know there mm. are times um, i look at my daughter and she's aggressive and she gets angry at small yeah. issues yeah and instead of translating that as this is who she is yeah i always ask myself is who is she what is she getting yeah. who is she getting that from is yeah. it the mother or, is she, or, or me yeah. you know yeah. it's always about me trying yeah. to see myself in my kids yeah you know and that's what i would say man it, being a father is just a journey mm. uh, but you have to choose how you see the journey mm. for me i choose to see the journey as they will always be a representation of me mm. you know and mm. that's why i'm very careful about things i do mm. how i make decisions what i say to the security guards mm. for example mm. uh, when i'm in the car i realized mm. uh, when my daughter is sitting at the back mm. and we get to the estate when we are about to get to the gate mm. because she's used to seeing me lower my window to be yeah. intentional to the security men that I respect them yeah. and talking to them she now insists on her yeah. I have to lower the back window yeah, as well you know right <laughs> and when I lower her back window she's always saying yeah close to nothing that makes sense but yeah. she she knows i need to talk to these guys she yeah. doesn't know why yeah for me i do it so that the security people understand that yeah. i respect them i respect What their position and i respect them as human beings that's why i say hi even if i've said hi 10 times that day yeah. still when i'm going through that gate yeah. i will still try to converse yeah. with them so that they yeah. feel more human so, very interesting ah uh, just knowing that my actions are being read yeah by my kids yeah also is putting me in so much uh, accountability yeah that it's it's really uh, i've really come to now attach my purpose to not only me but mm. uh, the generations i'm inspiring not only my kids but also my nieces my cousins uh, they are all looking up to me in a way and uh, and so yeah as the last word that's why you have to be intentional exactly as a dad exactly exactly so yeah. that's that's been Patrick Njiru uh, uh, a very great friend of mine um thank you very much for coming on on the show you're welcome um i hope that we'll have you back yes and you know do a couple of other conversations around fatherhood yeah and uh, yeah wish you all the best in your fatherhood journey thank you you thank know you. And, and all the best to you and your kids and uh, the wife yes all the best to you too absolutely <laughs> thank you you know i, I thank, always say thank you very much iron sharpens iron very true so very as, true. as fathers we need to stick together very true. there's something you see i don't see absolutely share. absolutely yeah. absolutely so thanks guys that's been the that's been our episode we'll see you next time on dads and doubles take care